Hi everybody, Joy here. As you guys know, I have started this podcast to interview um, entrepreneurs and also, you know, to share my entrepreneurial journey with everybody. And today I have a great guy all the way from Ireland. His name is Liam and he's the co-founder of a very awesome product called Buster Box. Are you thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, but you're not exactly sure if that is for you? Or you have tried a few times, but you have failed. Or maybe you are currently on your journey, but you're not exactly sure you're taking the right path and if you're doing the right things. Follow along on this podcast where I will be sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you all. I will be sharing my successes, my failures, and also my challenges. The best part is I will also be interviewing fellow entrepreneurs that will be sharing their stories and their successes. This is my podcast, Entrepreneurial Journey, and I am Joy Nicholson. Hi, Liam. How are you doing? Hi, Joy. Uh, thanks very much for having me on your podcast. I'm uh, excited to do this interview. I'm very excited because I think what you're doing is so freaking cool. But um, let's save the questions for the interview. So can you tell people a little bit about where you're from? You know, what do you do? Put your, put your entrepreneurial side apart, like you, you as a person, you know, where do you come from? What do you do? What's your hobbies? Um, I come from Dublin in Ireland, uh, a place called Malahoyth. Um, and my hobbies include swimming, reading, I do read a lot of different books and just hiking and watching films and stuff, nothing too exciting. Oh, that's awesome. There's nothing wrong with, uh, with doing some hiking and some movies. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Have you always been an entrepreneur or is this something that just kind of happened to you? No, I say I, I was always an entrepreneur, to be honest with you. And um, when I was, it was actually funny, I forgot about this, but when I was five yeah. years of age, um, I used to get my dog to pull people on a skateboard, my friends up and down the road, and I'd actually charge them for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've had loads of different businesses over the years, and some more successful than others, but I've always tried to get something up and running. That's awesome. Uh, have you, do you have any family members that's entrepreneurs? No, I actually don't think I do. No, I don't. <laughs> so you just kind of gone rogue from your family bloodline and just became an entrepreneur? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when I think about it, I'm trying to think off the top of my head now. No, there definitely isn't. So yeah, I'll have to ask some of my uh, relatives about that and find out. <laughs> That's cool. What is the very first business that you tried? Very first business. So apart from the getting my dog to pull people on the skateboard when I was five, I had grass cutting business. I had a and um, I used to import cars from Japan and sell them. Um, I also do. I used to have a fitness business selling knockoff fitness DVDs. Um, at one point, what else did I have? I used to sell some stuff on eBay. I had a job auction website where people could like bid on different jobs uh, for builders. And um, what else? I had the MacMan um, repairing computer uh, apple products loads to be honest with you i've had a lot more as well i can't think off the top of my head <laughs> that's fantastic i don't think i've ever heard such a wide, a wide variety of things that somebody i've tried in such different spectrums of everything yeah 
<laughs> that's pretty cool. What inspired you to do what you currently do? Um, I, I always wanted to set up a business with my two co-founders um, who are obviously working on this business uh, at the moment. And we were kind of, we are looking at something. We knew that the subscription space was very popular in the US. There was a company called Birchbox who were doing really, really well. And they're one of like the pioneers in the industry. We're like, oh, I wonder, could we do something like that? But obviously we weren't going to sell makeup and we don't think it would have worked out too well for us. But uh, we're passionate dog lovers and uh, we always struggle to find new and exciting products for our own dogs. And we are like, mm, maybe we could uh, just put toys and treats in a box and send it out every month. And that's kind of where the idea came from. And we just built on it from that. That's awesome. So when you say co-founders, so I'm assuming you've got then, uh, is it you and two other people or is it? Yes, there's, there's three of us. Um, two of them are two of my childhood friends. We, um, we grew up together. They live literally around the corner from me. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What has been your biggest struggle so far in your current business? The biggest struggle? Um, we, were, <coughs> we were a bit naive when we set the thing up. We kind of, in our head, we kind of dreamt up the perfect scenario where we just have all of these people signing up um, around the clock. But then we launched and it was literally crickets. Nothing happened at all. So it was a panic mode. How are we going to get people signed up? Um, so there was a lot of struggle at the start trying to figure out how to actually market the product. And um, I think the first month, I just kept going on. We're going to get 300 people signed up the first month, 300 people, the first month, 300 people. And we ended up, I think, with 12 boxes going out the first month. Um, then the second month, it was... I think we got another 12 people signed up. So we had 24 people signed up. Um, I think for the first three months, we got 12 new people a month, which we were, it was nothing like, um, and we were spending an absolute fortune on advertising to get these people. I think it was costing us something like 80 euro per customer at the time. But yeah, we didn't, we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't have any scalable strategy. But we got to month four, and I think the first week in month four, we got 12 people signed up. And I was like, oh, that's good. Well, uh, we're, we're going to top the previous month sales in a week. And then we just kind of grew up from there. We figured things out. And now, obviously, we get uh, a lot of people signed up every single day. So, yeah. But that's a little curve we have to go through. That's awesome that, you've, um, that you're growing, at least. Yeah. I guess, you know, I was because I've been doing these interviews for a wee while now. And um, one of the biggest struggles that entrepreneurs face is actually marketing and advertising their products. So, yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm happy that you've mentioned that was a struggle because it is actually more common than people think it is. It, it is. It's very, very difficult. Like people go into advertising, particularly on Facebook, and they think it's really, really easy. You just send out a post and you boost it. It's not like that at all. It's actually very complex. And... Mm. Um, it takes a lot of learning to deal with. We, at this point, we've spent, hell, like, we've probably spent over 100 grand on Facebook ads. Um, so obviously, it's, we know how to use it now, but at the start, it was absolute torture. Yeah. Just watch it go out and nothing come back. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of money that you feel like goes down the drain, but at least it's a learning curve, which is also good because now you know exactly, you know, obviously you're getting clients at every day. So, 
Yeah, it's like, especially with subscription, um, I think you need to become a master at direct response marketing. And we kind of have the product at a price point where we don't want people to have a lot of consideration before buying it. It's not that kind of product. And so we're like, we've got really, really good at it at putting out offers and getting people to respond pretty much immediately and sign up for a six or a 12 month subscription. I think that's the key. And um, with subscription, you just you have to get really, really good at it. And yeah. um, particularly with the boxes, with the, obviously the rising cost, the CPAs and stuff on Facebook. So you always have to be on top of your game. That's so cool. I love what you guys. It's so unique. So, um, what is your thing that's driving you currently in your business? What is that thing that keeps you pushing on to make this a super success? We're obsessed with growing our revenue, our monthly recurring revenue. And like, it's literally, we set targets and we're just watching it around the clock. And obviously we're trying to bring people, new subscribers in for cheaply as possible and just grow that revenue, keep growing it, keep growing it. We recently passed, it was a big milestone for us. We um, cleared a million euro in sales. Um, and that was like amazing. We're delighted with it. But we know now that it won't take half as long for us to get the next million euro in sales because we know exactly what we're doing. So the next goal is five million and we're, uh, we're pushing on as quickly as we can to hit that number. That's awesome. That is really, 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 really awesome. Wow. A subscription box making that much. It's almost unheard of, but obviously it's been proven in the States. So it's very cool that you guys are doing it there. Are you the yeah. only company in Ireland that does a subscription box? No, there's a, a few different people it's, who are doing things. I think there's a, what is there off the top of my head? There's a book called, um, that does subscription. I think there's a few makeup ones as well. Um, it's become um, a meal delivery service through subscription. Um, I think it's become more popular in the last few years. Mm. I'm sure more companies will open up. Our actually biggest market is the UK. We have 80% of our user base in the UK and um, much bigger country than Ireland. There's like what, one million dogs in Ireland and there's eight and a half million in the UK. Oh, wow. So, yeah. you, so you just market within Europe? Is that your... Yeah, at the moment, we only serve the UK and the Irish market. Um, it's very possible in the future we'll look to expand that. Um, but at the minute, we just want to reach as many dogs as possible in them two countries. So, so tell us a little bit about what's in the products, if you, if you don't mind asking. What, what exactly do people get within the box? I should have actually brought a box home with me. I don't have one in the house. Um, but yeah, so every month we send out a box. Of, generally, it has five different products in it, um, two unique toys, and three bags of healthy treats. Um, we at the moment we are in the middle of changing our products over to go completely booster box so there won't be any other products in the box it will be our own brand toys and our own brand treats nice. and to make the box a bit more exclusive and we try to wrap it in a team every month to make things interesting for the owners so we could have like let me think it the barking dead team for Halloween and it'll be like zombies and stuff and then we have like the under the sea team and we try, we try to keep it fresh for the owners so they enjoy it as well as uh, the dogs. That's awesome. I love it. Do you, do you put like something to dress the dog in as a Halloween costume? That would be fun. 
No, we uh, we're actually thinking about that. We were thinking about selling dog uh, costumes this year, but we never got around to it. But for Christmas, it's still up in the air now. But we could be selling dog antlers, um, <laughs> as an extra <laughs> box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. That would be so cool. Uh, so. Obviously, you guys have been successful so far, and you've been working very hard at it. I can imagine there's a lot of hours that went into this. So, yeah. what, what is your what is that thing that you can attribute to the success? What is that thing that you feel made you successful? Just persistence. That's pretty much it. Persistence and willingness to learn, um, and learn from mistakes and read the data. We learned that at the start of the business. We used to have a lot of assumptions about different things, um, but a lot of the time we'd be wrong in what we thought. So now we just go completely off data. We survey our customers around the clock. We check our metrics around the clock, our lifetime value, our churn, our CPAs. Um, and yeah, that on top of persistence, just no matter what, just keep going. Yeah, that's always yeah. That's good. Never give up. Um, I love yeah. that there's this quote, I, I don't know who said it, but this is quite to say, the only, the only failure is the failure of giving up. So when you give up, yeah, that's, you stop. Yeah. that's it. That's the only reason. If you stop, if you don't stop, you won't, you won't fail. It's yeah. very true. Yeah. I, love, I love that you, that you say that. Now I, I teach students how to do, um, you know, how to market their products online. And one of the key things that I teach them is to put or encourage them is to put a goal sheet in place. Is that something that you guys have like an actual physical goal sheet to say, this is what we do a day, this is what we do a week. Is that something that you guys do? Yeah, we do. Like we all have our own roles within the company. Um, and we kind of like, we lay out what needs to be done um, on a weekly basis and then obviously a monthly basis and how we want things to produce, uh, progress throughout the year. And then obviously for myself, when I go in every morning, I write down what actually needs to be done for the day. You can find yourself, um, if you're not careful, I think a lot of people face this struggle too. You can end up doing a lot of busy body work where you're just busy for the sake of it, but you're not actually pushing things forward. I remember at one point it was early into the business and uh, we were down, we were in our original office and we had worked something like 50 days in a row without taking a day off. Yeah. Um, the revenue never increased. So we sat there and we kind of said, what have we even been doing down here for the 50? It felt like we were doing really important work, but at the end of the day, it wasn't really, it felt important, but it wasn't moving the needle. So that's something that we're very conscious of now. We have to make sure the work that we're actually doing is worthwhile and it's pushing things forward. Mm. It's very yeah. true. You, you do tend to get busy with nonsense, which like I say, you think it's important, but it's actually, it doesn't driven, um, you it's know. And you yeah. have to be able to as well. We, like we used to want to do everything in the business like we we're involved in everything. We packed the boxes, we done the customer support, but you'll never get it anywhere if you spend all your time doing that. Yeah. Um, we actually, one of the best things we ever did was we hired somebody full time to do our customer service. So it's just, we obviously we have to manage them and we have to look out for tickets at the end of the month. Um, and then we don't pack our boxes anymore. It's done through a fulfillment partner. So that frees up a lot of time as well. Mm. Yeah. We actually working on the business and not in the business. <laughs> that's true actually just you kind of just work for an employee which is yourself yeah. and you can be like the the hardest boss to yourself because you never get yeah. time off or anything 
That's very true. Uh, I've um, one of the the things that I really love to do is I don't know if you heard about the red dot green dot system. So basically, you've got a red dot, a yellow dot, and a green dot. So the red dot is stuff that actually does not make you money, and those are the things that you hire out. And then your yellow dot is the stuff that puts you in the right direction, but not quite yet like your advertising. And then the green dot is that thing that directly makes you money that you've got on. So that's my system that I work on. Yeah, I like that. It's uh, it's clever. Yeah, I might I might have to rob that. It's and I've got it in this Excel spreadsheet, so I know like you know the tasks that I really don't want to do, but I have to do them. Um, sometimes yeah. it's a green dot, but you know it works. It's, it's a good system. I like it. Yeah. So. And we've talked about your boxes, we've talked about your success, but now um, on a more personal level, you know, personal thing, what, okay, except for the like the persistence in your business that keeps you going, um, on the personal side, have you ever worked for a boss that, you know, is that maybe also part of the reason why you keep driving your business? Um, Not to be employed by somebody else, let me put it that way. Yeah, like to be honest with you, I was always um, very lucky in my career and stuff with managers and stuff that I had I always had a pretty good relationship with them and none of them really gave me any grief or anything or pushed me in that direction it was just I I don't know I just never felt satisfied going into work like I could always see the bigger picture bigger picture um, and that's kind of what drove me towards it more than any particular person okay I, I get that I understand that so currently what do you guys uh do to advertise your business because you say now now you've like basically you know you know what you're doing you're getting subscriptions every day so what have you what was that thing that you changed that is actually generating your leads every day um so one of the main things with subscription and i think with any product online that you're trying to market you have to have a good offer it has the offer has to be so good that if you put it in front of the right people and the copy is good enough and the creative is good enough, obviously that has to be right. Customers need to be sucked in. So that that travels across all platforms, whether you're on Facebook ads, Instagram, Snapchat, direct mail, it doesn't matter email, it really doesn't matter. If the offer is right and you put it in front of the right people, people will sign up. Um, and we've like just got really, really, really good at putting together irresistible offers to get people excited to sign up. Um, and then it's just really a case of ramping up the budgets and getting it in front of as much people as possible. Um, and obviously Facebook make that very easy with lookalike audiences and all the different things you can do to retarget it um, and stuff. So it was really a cross between getting our offer right and mastering Facebook advertising. And I say this to people all the time, you should only really focus on one advertising channel until you become a master at it. You should do the research and find out where your customers are. Then you should become obsessed with that marketing channel. You should like go out of your way. That's what I've done. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours joining paid Facebook groups. And we were taking courses. We've done pretty much everything can possibly do and we had a lot of success with Facebook and then we we're like okay we've mastered this we have our offer right let's go through affiliates now because we know you can get drive a lot of traffic with affiliates so we're actually using a lot of different affiliates at the minute and we're getting a lot of people signed up that way um, and we just literally go from channel to channel and we've a few more channels we're in the middle of scaling up too. 
Because it's important to you that you shouldn't only be depending on one source of traffic. Yes. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the start, just master one and then move around. I agree with that 100% because if, if, Facebook, if Facebook decides tomorrow that they're not going to do advertising anymore, a lot of companies that only depends on that is going to be screwed. They're going under, yeah, 100%. Um, and also algorithms. Algorithms are really, really tricky when it comes to those things because you can spend more money and get less results. Yeah, it's changing all the time. Facebook changed their policies all the time. We used to use Messenger bots quite effectively to get people. We signed up thousands of people who use Messenger bots. Um, and it used to be kind of a grey area for Facebook. And then Facebook got involved. And they're like, oh, we want a piece of this. So they brought out Messenger ads. And you're kind of forced into using them. But it was way more expensive. So it wasn't viable anymore. So pretty much overnight, the channel got completely shut down on us. Wow. Yeah. So it's tricky, hey? Oof, marketing is a tricky world. Okay, yeah. so if you can give any advice to an entrepreneur that's starting out, um, or yeah. you know, somebody sitting on a fence that wants to become an entrepreneur, what will your piece of advice be to this person? You have to become completely obsessed, but you also have to have patience. Because a lot of people, they're like, they just don't have the patience to see it through. They don't have any type of patience. They think anything, everything will happen in 10 minutes. They think it's a case of setting up a website and customers will just fly through the doors. They don't understand that the amount of effort that you actually have to put in um, to become a master at that. And like, that would be, that'd be the main thing. Become obsessed and have enough patience to actually see it through. But pay attention to the financials as well um, and the metrics. That's good advice. I really yeah. like the patient spot because that is very true. A lot of entrepreneurs, that's why they give up because they're like, this is, I'm not really any patients and they're jumping between things. Mm. They like, they think the grass is always greener and they don't put enough time and effort into an idea to actually see it through. And they could be very close to getting somewhere and they jump off to the next shiny thing. One week it's cryptocurrency, then they're off setting up funnels. Then the week after, they're, I don't know, they're trying to become a marketing agency. They're bouncing between all these different fads and they're never getting anywhere in any of them. I know. Yeah, that's true. I, I get lots of cold messages from people saying to me to join this program and that. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm happy. I'm focusing on one thing. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what you do. I hope you're not getting messages from uh, people that you used to go to school with who were getting in touch with you after 10 years and they're trying to sell you on multi-level marketing. Do you ever get their messages? I do, yes. That, that's <laughs> the ones that I get the most of. And I'm like, look, I'm in a multi-level marketing. Yeah. Get a message from me because I use funnels to, <laughs> to get people. So, you know, there's ways. There's other ways to do it. Don't irritate people. <laughs> Please, can you tell people where they can reach you for subscription boxes? You know, you have a website where they can go um, to just buy your product or share your product or just, you know, get involved. Yeah, they can head over to boosterbox.com. Um, and then they, if they want to reach us via email, they can reach out at info at But I actually have my own website too, my own blog, um, where I write a lot of different stuff about subscription boxes, advice and stuff for anybody looking to set up a subscription box. And you can check that out at liammichaelsbrennan.com. Awesome. So because you have this great Irish action that I absolutely love, we will put the links on the bottom and uh, just so people can get the starting. 
<laughs> the same problem. Americans don't understand me. So um, <laughs> that's all right. So I will then, we'll put your links in the bottom and then people can definitely reach out to you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thanks. It has been fantastic. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this interview. Um, it's so different. The subscriptions is like so cool. I love it. It's always fun to get something in the post, especially, you know, if it's for your, your furry baby. So that's really, really cool. That's great. Well, yeah, thanks again. And yeah, it was great chatting to you. Definitely it was. And we'll keep in touch. Have a great yep. day. And uh, yeah, um, talk to you soon. Yeah, same to you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.